Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast. This is Luke and I am going to be sharing with you today a little bit about faith and belief. And uh, maybe not in the most traditional ways that you think about the words faith and belief. Uh, but before we get into the episode here, I just want to say thank you for listening, thank you for watching, and uh, really appreciate you commenting and rating, subscribing. I don't know if you're watching or listening to this, but if you're you're watching, thank you for the likes and the shares, subscribes and comments. Uh, if you're listening to this, thank you for the ratings and reviews, really appreciate it. And um, hopefully we can just keep this thing rolling. I know a lot of these have been just sort of me talking or Lindsay talking. Uh, I'll probably have some more guests on the show, but honestly, I'm having a really fun time just hitting record and sharing. And uh, thank you for the direct messages on Instagram uh, whenever they resonate with you. I haven't been as active on Instagram lately, so I guess I should mention about that. I just don't feel the need to. Um, I don't feel the need to be a, a production uh, you know, person just pumping it out. And so just know that if I'm not as active on there, uh, I'm still checking in, checking messages and comments and things. And so uh, just be sure to reach out with any thoughts, questions, resonations, re not resignations. What am I thinking? Uh, resonate. Is resonations a word? I don't know. If you resonate with this, uh, love hearing from you. So again, faith and belief, we like to think of those words in terms of faith and belief in God is what our traditions tell us. But really, we talk about faith and belief in terms of faith and belief in the type of God that we've curated by means of our doctrine, theology, carefully curated words and messaging. And I know some of the irony in me sharing with you a sort of message or sermon or talk about it that's going to shape your idea of faith and belief. That is a little ironic, I will admit. But my hope today is that you see faith and belief that is something that transcends beyond images into the infinite. That that is faith and belief that transcends any sort of image, any sort of tradition or doctrine or dogma that goes beyond that into the infinite, into the eternal, into the spiritual, into the unseen. And there is a result of our faith and belief whenever we do that. And part of that result, and so let's first talk about that faith and belief in tradition and in doctrines and dogmas. Because here's the thing. The origin, the origin of those largely isn't really evil or bad. I don't think necessarily that people, when they set out to have ideas about God and create systematic theologies and doctrines, they're not really, I don't believe, <laughs> the, the good in me believes that they're not setting out to do harm and damage to you spiritually and psychologically and to create tribes that, you know, burn other people at the stake. I don't think that's necessarily their outset. I think their culture you know, there are human nature for thousands of years seeks to preserve and to protect what we've come to uh, and concluded. But I don't think that's ever the outset, like let's make this doctrine that will captivate and bind people into this particular way of thinking and kill everybody else that doesn't think this way. Like, I don't think it starts like that. Uh, but sadly, what we do as human nature, it gets to that point. And something about doctrines and dogmas and traditions at their origin are true. They orient around a particular understanding of faith and belief that helps people experience the infinite in a transcendent way. And then whenever people do that over time, 
it sort of loses its mystique and loses its engagement, loses the, the ethos and the essence and the enthusiasm, which actually is the same word for, for spirit, spiritually charged, energetically charged enthusiasm. It loses that. And then we sort of just have this old, worn out uh, image that we continue to cling to because it once did something powerful and we keep sort of rubbing the, the bottle that the genie would come out again, if you will, and we make that a practice uh, and make that a doctrine and make that a tradition and damn everybody who doesn't rub the bottle in the same way we do. All while knowing the genie as it came out of that bottle in a very long time. And so what we have to do is ask ourselves, have we been having faith and belief? This thing, this image, this vehicle that used to be the doorway and pathway to the transcendent in its original origin of practice, has that become now something that is not a doorway to the transcendent, but just a doorway to the dead? And we have to ask ourselves the question, what was this originally instilling and inspiring within a people? Originally, these doctrines and thoughts about God, these evolving thoughts about God, originally they were at their best opening people up to the transcendent and at their worst closing people off from people, from others who didn't experience that sort of transcendence or have that sort of particular liking. So we exchanged our faith and belief for the transcendent for the, the form. We've exchanged our, our belief and faith for what is happening in the ethereal, for what is happening right here in the material realm. And so what I want to submit to you today is to transform faith and belief from faith and belief in a way of doing things into an experience of being all things. Because here's the thing, we are always seeking a place to put our faith and belief. We are faithful and believing people. That is our nature. It doesn't matter if you are a Christian or a non-Christian, if you are spiritual or un-non-spiritual. It doesn't matter any of those things. You're seeking a place because you're a human to place your faith and belief. And for me, I've had different places of placing that faith and belief over time. And our natural inclination is to place it in particular images. Like for me growing up, it was you know, in the church, in charismatic church. And then I awakened to a, I don't know if it was awakening or not. It's part of the process though. I awakened to more of a reformed Calvinistic way of experiencing God. And so that faith and belief was more so in the Bible, in sola scriptura, you know, in very reformed uh, Calvinistic, even Lutheran ideas. Um, and then eventually I began to see through that and I began to place my faith and hope and trust in the deconstruction movement, thinking, ah, taking it all apart is where I can place my faith and belief, that this is the way that I will experience something real and transcendent in my life. And then that started to reach a, a bottom of the barrel, if you will, and then I find progressive Christianity. I think, oh, this is a great way to uh, express my faith and belief is through progressive Christianity and I uh, get so involved in that that I go on staff at a progressive church and then I find the bottom of that barrel too. And then I think, oh, I'm gonna put all of my faith and belief into more of the metaphysical or new age uh, you know, thoughts and practices. And then I realize in that place, I realize, oh my gosh, 
all I've been doing is placing my faith and belief in images and not seeing beyond them. And here's the trip about it. Every single one of those stages did have an element of transcendence within them. It did help me evolve and grow. So I can't completely damn them. But them in and of themselves, meaning the thoughts, practice, practices, values, tradition of XYZ group that I associate with, having just faith and belief in that group or that association or, or that collective ultimately leads to a dead end. Because again, it is just a doorway to the infinite. And sometimes we like to just cling to the doorway because we're able to have some level of identification we're able to understand in some way, even control and even manipulate ourself and others based on the values of the group. Well, here's the thing. I love Rob Bell's quote where he says, the minute that we have God figured out in our nice, tidy lines, we are no longer dealing with God. And that's exactly what I'm getting at today. Faith and belief, I believe, is to be found in God alone, in the divine alone, in the transcendent alone. And all of these other images, all of these other doorways and traditions and values and practices and teachings and dogmas and doctrines can be good as long as we know that they are the path, not the destination, and that we hold to them loosely and lightly, and that we do not find our identity the faith in our identity, the belief in our identity, and anything other than the divine who is in us, among us, beyond us, and working out and pulling all things together in union and flow for ultimate benevolent good. And so here's the thing. Belief and faith must be found beyond the borders of our doctrines, dogmas, and beliefs. So, beliefs meaning belief in the group as we have curated it and created it to be. So that is how we typically think about belief and faith in that way. And I think that belief and faith in God is something that is much more grand than all of this. It's much more of an embodied, full realization of an abundant life whenever we are able to embrace and embody faith and belief in the transcendence of the eternal, that we are always invited into experience things that are otherworldly, not even of this world. Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. And every time that we put our faith and belief in ideas and doctrines, essentially what we're saying is down here in the physical realm, we're placing identification on the 3D plane of consciousness, maybe 4D because we're including time, right? Over time, things progress and evolve and we are placing our hope there. But we are invited to have faith and belief in the 5D, the fifth dimension consciousness of reality that transcends this, that's a kingdom not of this world. It's the quantum field that as we place faith in that, a quantum means a proportion of energy. So when you place a proportion of energy into that benevolent goodness of eternal that transcends images of tradition, when you place faith and belief and that that is above all, in all, over all, and through all, then we begin to awaken to a completely different dimension of reality. And that is where faith and belief produce something beautiful in our life. 
Because when we have faith and belief in the systems and structures down here on this plane of consciousness, they're producing not goodness, benevolence, they're producing separatist mentalities from our innermost true self, from those around us, and from God. And the whole element of spirituality and the whole message of Jesus embodied is to see beyond the illusion of separateness and awaken into the union of being with being itself. Faith and belief that that is a possibility, that that is a reality, that you have everything within you that goes beyond language, time, space, place, culture, language, all of these things, that goes beyond that, that connects you to the eternal and through the connection to the invisible, you begin to manifest in the visible all of the goodness and beauty. Now, do you have faith and belief in that? Do you have faith and belief in that benevolent goodness that resides within you, that is seeking to emerge as you, that is literally being birthed through vision and dream and idea and creativity and, and innovation, that that is coming forth and birthing and spewing out of who you are? And the faith and belief to not listen to the negative voices that try to stunt that and harm that and keep that from coming out, that you have more faith and belief in the transcendent beyond language than the voices using language in your head and those around you. Do you have faith in that to live into the full reality of your incarnation? That's real faith and belief. Real faith and belief in the eternal being made manifest in you, through you, as you. Now, we can easily create a bunch of traditions and teachings around this. And again, I don't think that's fundamentally bad. I don't think it's bad to create dogmas and doctrines about things. Those words have such bad uh, connotations, probably for a right reason. But that could be made a dogma in and of itself. The reality of the realization of the transcendent within you becoming as you that can be created a thing too. And it can also be created an image that you cling to. And it can also be created a thing where you think that anybody who doesn't believe that is wrong or dare I say evil. And now you're just creating more and more of the dogma that you are trying to evade from. And so here's the thing. All of the things in this world, all of the physical manifestations in and of themselves are not bad as long as you know that they are not the final destination. This is all, as Romans talks about, the evidence of the divine is literally hidden in plain sight through nature and creation. All things here, including ideas and thoughts and theories and you know uh, traditions, including the world and the earth and money and anything else, not, they aren't necessarily inherently bad. It's, it's what you do in the embodying of the transcendent through those things. What do you do with those things? By your union with the divine, with your creator being in you as the source of your being. How do you engage and do and participate in all of these things? That is the key. That's the key question. Are you holding to the 3D reality as being your end of faith and belief? Or are you holding to the mysterious, mystique, eternal reality of the divine as being something that is as best you can live into with the wisdom that you have in this moment? And that's my invitation to you today, that you shift faith and belief from the material to the spiritual, 
that you shift from any image to the image that is beyond image. And we can see God through images, of course. You have all these different religions. I choose Jesus. You know, Jesus is my image of the, the, the eternal. Paul says that the, the, uh, that the fullness of God was made manifest through Christ Jesus. And so it's like, you know, how can I learn from that? That's my native tongue. That's my native tradition. So I'm just going to embody and embrace it. Not to say that it's better, you know, than any others, but it's, it's the best for me. And uh, it's, it's mysterious, it's mystique, uh, it's cryptic, it's uh, esoteric, and I want to revive the esoteric nature of Christianity. So a uh, little side note there. But my point today is that that faith and belief would be brought maybe through an image like Jesus or through a doctrine, but you would walk through that doorway into the eternal and that you would realize the fullness of divinity that rests within you, the Christ in you that is full of hope, full of glory, full of full realization of complete and utter union with the eternal, placing faith and belief in that. Oh yeah, and one more thing as we end here. Having faith and belief that God is actually working all things out for your good. That as you surrender to the eternal coming in you, through you, and as you, that no matter what hurdles, no matter what people say, no matter your own critic in your mind even comes against you and say that you say, it doesn't matter about all this. God is for me and I'm going to walk into that. I started following, funny, no, I should put this in here just because what a candid podcast. We're not super polished around here. We're hitting record in the living room. So uh, I was on Instagram and I saw DJ Khaled I don't know. I've not listened to rap and things for many years. So maybe I, the only thing I hear is like that sample in the songs, DJ Khaled. I'm like, okay, maybe that's how you say his name. At any rate, I digress. He was like on a, uh, somebody did like a little uh, video where they impersonated him and then tagged him. And so I clicked his profile and he's doing this whole new album. He's like, I don't know, uh, in the Dominican Republic, I don't know, somewhere in, in the uh, Caribbean, recording a new album. And uh, he keeps having this statement in a lot of his videos that I was watching where he says, they didn't believe in us. God did. And I'm like, and it's just so funny. And he keeps repeating that. God did. And he's like looking around and he's like wanting you to like look at his shoes and look at his watch and, you know, all the, the flexing stuff or whatever. And basically like, you know, that he had haters, but God believed in him. And as kind of comical and as funny as it seems, that's become sort of a mantra. I've been sort of saying it around the house to sort of irritate my wife a little bit because she's just like, oh my gosh, it's so annoying. But as I keep saying it over and over, I realize what faith and belief is that? That is beautiful faith and belief that regardless of what anyone believes in you or doesn't believe in you, says you, criticizes you, says you can't do this, whatever. That DJ has faith and belief that God is working all things out for his good, that God believes in him and that's all that matters. And so I just have been impacted by that the past few days. I'm like, damn, you know, people don't believe in you. It doesn't matter. God does. I have faith and belief in that. I don't care about tradition and religion and, and all of these things that seeks to separate and seeks to divide and everything. It doesn't matter about what anyone else is trying to do 
or anyone else is trying to persuade anyone else to think or believe whatever, God is working all things out for our good. Regardless of the distinctives and the nuances of narrative and myth and tradition, it doesn't matter. Do I believe, do I have faith in a benevolent, good creator that is pulling together all things towards beauty and wholeness and healing and transcendence and transformation? Do I have a faith and belief that there is goodness as the key element force of the universe? Do I believe in love being the highest element in all of the universe? Do I believe that? Do I have faith in that? Do I believe damnation and destruction is not what the divine has in the hearts of people that deep below those insecurities of separation, do I believe that there is love that resides at the core being of humanity and creation and God, God's self? Yes, I have faith and belief in that. And I can place all of my faith and belief in that. And I can choose to honor that as being the key, core, highest principle and guiding star of my life. And my invitation is that you have faith and belief that transcends all of these things, that transcends all people, that transcends everything of this layer of reality and embody and embrace and invite and completely be captivated by the benevolent goodness that is the divine over you, in you, through you, as you, working out all things for good. I have faith and belief in that. And uh, I'm going through some things right now and I'm like, dude, I got nothing but faith and belief. On paper, people would say, I, you're, you're living crazy right now, it doesn't matter. Because I have faith and belief because faith and belief is something that goes beyond linear thinking. It goes beyond all of the ideas of Y equals MX plus B. It goes beyond all that. It goes into the eternal realm where there is immense possibility, endless possibility, eternal possibility. The quantum field theory, which I think is the modern translation of the kingdom of God, is that there is any possibility if there is a quantum, the smallest proportion level of energy towards that to transcend and shape and transmute in the physical what is in the spiritual. I got faith and belief in that. And I got faith and belief that the quantum realm wants goodness. And that's what I'm going to live into because I have faith and belief in that. And I invite you into that as well, my beloved friend. So without further ado, let's land this plane. Faith and belief not in the image, but what goes beyond the image. And let's live into the fullness of goodness manifesting into our reality where we set our heart, where we set our mind, where we set everything within us. We believe that that is going to come to fruition. It is the law of attraction. It is the, uh, the realization of the spiritual into the physical. It is the immaterial being made manifest in the material. Whatever you would like to say, that's what's happening. Let's live into the fullness of that. And we will see you back on the YouTube channel, back on the podcast next week. Love you, friends. Like, share, subscribe, do all that jazz. Send me a DM and we'll talk again soon. Have a wonderful day.